Hello and welcome to the Reggie Podcast, folks. I'm your host Sukriti Adwanshi, and I'm here today with an amazing conversation on how SaaS is aiding the logistics industry. Software as a service or SaaS solutions for logistics are designed to meet the, the needs of business, regardless of size, providing a simplified, uh, streamlined, and integrated end-to-end approach that is essential for mobile resource management, that is MRM. This also helps uh, the company to more efficiently manage the entire cost and IT staffing. In today's conversation, our guests will help us understand how SaaS is innovating the logistics uh, industry. Folks, I'm pleased to have the CEO and founder of uh, Global Transportation Logistics uh, SaaS provider, uh, Web Express, uh, Mr. Apoor Mankant. Welcome to the show, Apoor. Hi, thanks a lot for having me on the show. So very happy to be uh, with you today as a part of the Tech Gig. I think uh, the topic about SaaS and logistics uh, sounds to be very interesting. And uh, of course, Tech Gig specializes so much into so many different areas of uh, very, very innovative technology. We're very happy to talk about what we are doing in the area of logistics and how is it changing. Thanks, Apoor. I'm very elated and I'm looking forward to some great insights uh, from you today uh, from our conversation. So let's quickly begin with, uh, I will, you know, uh, start with a very obvious question that everybody is talking about. The 10 logistic uh, technologies replace human decision makers. Uh, well, we hope not. Uh, we all want to still have a job for a long time to keep. But well, on a serious note, uh, logistics technologies are really progressing very fast. Uh, I will say that they will complement the human decision makers and humans much more than they will replace them. So you can actually divide uh, the logistics work into two areas. There is a repetitive uh, monotonous part of it, which definitely will help uh, to have the computers to look at the same and the technology to look at the same and uh, you know take the decision. For example, uh, I have 1000 vehicles on the road and they are all uh, you know traveling at a certain speed. And I would like to know which of the vehicle is going too fast and inform the driver and say, you know, please take care. Uh, humanly, it will be very difficult uh, to actually monitor these 1000 vehicles and technology can do that very easily. So there are many such tasks within the logistics world where human beings actually will not be able to take a decision because of the sheer scale of data and, uh, you know, the task in front of them. And that's where today uh, the first set of technologies have come in are replacing that part or I'll say, in fact, for the first time doing something in that area because humans were anyway not doing much. But the exception management part of it, you know, uh, any logistics is about uh, what is going right and what is going wrong. I think that is the time, there is a place where humans definitely still play a big role and will continue to do so. But they have ever more information. For example, you have much more uh, data about weather, much more localized in your hand today as compared to, let's say, 10 years ago. And you are taking a decision in light of that data rather than just from your hunch. So that's where I see that uh, really, really uh, technology is going to make the life of human decision makers much more easier. Thanks, Apoorva. I think that that's very helpful uh, to begin with, uh, you know, uh, of the entire conversation today. Uh, tell me, what is the ground reality of B2B for SaaS? So, as we know, business to business uh, is a different area than the consumer SaaS. And in India, all the spotlight today obviously is on the consumer sector and so many technologies coming our way. When you are using, for example, you know, Swiggy or users using Zomato, in a way, you as a consumer are also part of the logistics SaaS. Because end of the day, these two companies are logistics companies who are making the food reach from point A to point B in absolutely super time. And that is something which has been in focus for some years. But what is now happening is that having looked at the consumer technology really flourish, so many companies are asking themselves, hey, if, if somebody can make a burger, which is just 75 rupees, reach from point A to B and track it all the way in real time, 
why is my cargo which is 75000 rupees or 75 lakh rupees is not being tracked as easily and that's why the b2b part of the saas business to business part of the saas is growing very fast. essentially adopting many good technologies that all of us as consumers have taken for granted for many years now of course b2b can be very complex uh, it can be very different for every company because each company feels they have the right process for doing their work and they have the competitive advantage so while adopting a technology such as software as a service which effectively means that you are taking a standard uh, solution available on the cloud uh, many of the companies uh, are taking their time to adopt it to their uh, internal requirement especially in a country like india uh, people are not as let's say tech savvy or as educated in logistics sector i'm specifically talking about let's say as compared to a germany or us uh they also need much more uh, help and hand holding uh, typically we all understand that saas is something you just download an you know an application or just log into a website uh and self service yourself just start using it uh what we have seen in b2b saas in india especially i will say that it is taking a slightly uh different route but the adoption is very good everybody is looking forward to it and nobody needs to sell Uh, the concept of saas any more to businesses they all understand it very well so that is a good part so apurva you know this was about uh, the adoption of uh, saas across verticals now uh, when we talk about uh, the logistics specifically tell me what is uh, you know uh, what is the future what does it look like why saas is the future of the entire indian warehouses absolutely i would say not uh, just warehouses uh, all the parts of logistics are adopting and they have a great future uh, in saas and let me explain why See, logistics is a very fragmented uh, industry. If you really go and ask how many transporters are there on in out there in India, almost a million. That means one million companies are engaged in the business of just transportation. You go and check warehouses. There are literally tens of thousands of warehouses across the country. When you've got so many players and so many companies working, how do you make technology reach to so many of them? And that is why the traditional technologies, be it your SAP or Oracle. have not really been able to penetrate beyond let's say top 50 top 70 top 100 companies of the country but how do you reach to a million people which is where software as a service something which you can adopt very easily with a very low cost of ownership for example a company can today simply start using what we call as let's say route management route planning by subscribing to an online software and maybe pay something as little as 1000 rupees a month which was unthinkable just about let's say 5 to 7 years ago and that is why today indian companies are adopting saas in a very big way at the mid tier and the lower tier i will still say that because the industry is so vast it will take some time before it reaches to literally the last person out there but even if we are able to multiply it to the scale of 10 times in what it is today it's a huge impact so today we are seeing a huge adoption and one very interesting point i would like to share with you that all the technology solutions in last let's say 15 20 years were either made in usa and germany and then they were given to the indian companies again i'll take examples of sap or an oracle or a peoplesoft but what are you seeing now today indian companies are making saas giving it to the indian companies not only in indian companies but also to international companies and international countries i will say and this is something which is really really refreshing and problems which are indian problems are being solved and we indians as we all know are very very keen to uh, you know we are very finicky about how we use technology how we work what we do and we are very unique in many different ways saas is meeting that gap today in the market without really having to dumb down let's say uh, you know nsap or oracle we are we are having very intelligent ground level solutions from india and that is where i see the future is really really bright for indian logistics
Thanks, Abhurva. I think uh, that was one of the uh, interesting things that you've shared that uh, how Indian, uh, uh, you know, companies are themselves creating it for the Indian, uh, you know, audience and uh, the users. I think uh, people who are more grounded with the Indian audience and the consumers uh, can relate to it and can bring out the best solutions that's possible because they know the uh, reality and the challenges that, uh, that exist in the market. So I think that's, that's a very fair point made. Moving on, uh, can you please understand what are the issues faced by the retailers in the supply chain visibility and how your technology is helping? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, retailers, as you know, are today uh, absolutely in limelight again. One, because you've got great companies like Misho and Nika who have come recently and really done great. Nika, for example, has done a great stock market debut and everybody has been talking about how uh, you know they've created value uh, for consumers out of uh, literally from a very small beginning. Of course, there is Amazon and there is Flipkart, but that is the e-commerce part. Uh, in the entire uh, you know, focus that we have on technology companies, we also need to remember that the physical retailers, the ground companies who are setting up stores are also growing in India very, very big way. Reliance Retail alone now claims to have more than six to 7,000 stores in India of various forms. It can be Reliance Trends, for example, or a digital uh, showroom. And it's not just a big company like Reliance. Even mid-sized retailers are growing and increasing the number of uh, you know shops. I'll give you an example of something in Mumbai. Now you may not have heard of a shop called Avaria. Now this is just used to be a small shop in Santa Cruz, uh, you know, offering uh, you know wafers and stuff like that. They have become a chain. They have become like you know 15 store chain. It may not sound big compared to a Reliance's 6,000, but everybody is getting into the detail and multiple cities, multiple locations. Now, when you grow that way and you grow to every small city, what do you need? You need supply chain. Your material must reach them in an efficient way because otherwise, if you're going to send, let's say, a door class from Gujarat to, let's say, Tamil Nadu, that's not going to sell there. Or if you're going to send Appam to Delhi, that's not going to sell there. So you need to have a right product mix, right supply chain. And all of this requires technology. And that's why retailers today are at the forefront of adopting supply chain technology. Be it a large retailer, be it a mid-sized retailer, be it an online retailer or an offline retailer. In fact, there is a combination now. The lockdown taught us that there is nothing called as online, there is nothing called as offline. My neighborhood store is sending things to my home. Home delivery has become literally the buzzword in all the big metros in India. Even though I'm sitting at my home and my store is next door, right? People are sending things to you, literally companies like Zepto, which have come to send things in eight minutes, for example. So given that technology today is becoming a hallmark of supply chain visibility for retailers. Let me also share that India being a very large country, even though I'm a Reliance or I'm a Tata Trent or I'm of the larger retailer, I have to work with many partners because the transportation company I mentioned to you, there are a million out there and all of them are doing good job in their own areas. That means I will have to go and partner, let's say with 40, 50, 60 companies across India. Okay, I will do that. But then how do I get visibility? They all are taking my goods. I'm sitting at my head office and wanting to know how many deliveries have not happened, for example. How many customers are shouting about uh, poor quality of delivery. How do I get that data? Which is where the technology part of the supply chain visibility comes. Today, tech is helping to marry many different platforms. Data from, let's say, a Blue Dart can go to, uh, you know, DTDC. Data from DTDC can go to Reliance. Uh, you know, data of Reliance's various platforms can go to each other. Smaller people are taking mobile phones to add some data. It's a great revolution happening out there on the ground where everybody is trying to send some or the other kind of data. Uh, coming to mobile, as we all know, you know we, in, we are having almost close to 600 million people with smartphones. So everywhere today, mobile is being used in smallest of way. You know what, WhatsApp, uh, 
we all love whatsapp uh, we all are on the whatsapp all the time is also used by businesses in a big way for example i reach your door i have delivered a shipment to you how do i prove it to my boss that i did so take a photo on whatsapp and just send it out and people are adopting such very very simple solutions as well on a more advanced note i will say especially in retail and other industries uh, sensors are being put today for automation of monitoring you put up a cold chain you are an ice cream company right and you put up let's say 50 warehouses across india and let's say 100 or smaller warehouses your ice cream must remain you know frozen all the time that means you must need a cold chain are you able to monitor that cold chain and confirm that yes the temperature of minus 18 degree centigrade is maintained all the time 24 hours a day till the time the goods are moving out is the temperature inside your vehicles which are moving the ice cream is being maintained this used to be in past well let's hope for the best it happens great doesn't happen we'll take the loss today it is changing the sensors are giving the real time data somebody sitting on this desk waiting for the alert to come and say oh that vehicle you know going to kolkata is having a temperature going from minus 18 to minus 12 that's bad that's 6 degree rise immediately the driver can be called and said you know is there a problem with your engine is there a problem with your ac plant things like that are being deployed by retail uh, companies in many many examples are there of using technology one thing great about india is that there are so many uh, you know initiatives going on people are really really very innovative on ground and uh, we hope to see all of that make a difference to uh, the overall industry in years to come actually uh, you know purva i was thinking on the similar lines that uh, how we have actually evolved at least past couple of years right everything for us has changed right from getting things delivered to our doorstep uh, to uh, delivering something to our relatives or our loved ones and uh, i think logistics and the tech the two combination that we are talking about here has helped all of us in a big big way and is a relief i should say uh, in all possible manners in order to uh, you know help each other in the in the times when we could not see each other so uh, that that's that's very helpful uh, this is the last one apurva what's the next wave of innovation in logistics uh, sas what do you what do you see and what are the things that that are forthcoming well the good thing about innovation waves is that like the sea like the ocean you know they keep on coming some are small you know tiny ones who just wet your feet some take you by surprise who come in a big way and wet you entirely and you know you really are shocked uh, to get that kind of a wave uh, so good part about logistics is multiple such waves are uh, waves are on the way frankly one cannot predict which wave will really with the large one you know really affecting the entire industry in a big way but let's talk about these smaller ways now let me take example of cognitive as we all know cognitive as a technology has taken off right today anybody can take a photograph and we all know uh, what all things can be done good and bad uh, by recognizing people but why not use it to recognize vehicles there used to be a time when we used to really uh, have a security guard with a register right at the warehouse saying okay this vehicle is coming he will write down the number he's still doing that he's keeping his job but now there is a cctv on top as well and it's been around for some time the cctv what is new is people are putting software which simply takes the image of that particular vehicle right notes down the time when the image is taken and tells you okay this is the time when the vehicle is entered let's take one more step further you have now put this vehicle onto a warehouse at a dock you are loading the vehicle now you are taking your own time sometimes a vehicle is getting loaded for 3 hours 4 hours who cared right but no longer because the same cctv now is looking at the dock and saying you know what this vehicle is supposed to load as per our sop into let's say 1.5 hours i will give you 15 minutes more okay no problem now it is 2 hours it immediately raises an alert to a control tower who says why this particular vehicle in this warehouse at dock number 22 is waiting for so long the warehouse manager gets a call please look into it when you take micro steps like this across your supply chain one dock at a time one vehicle at a time 
things really change. Let me take one more example of technology. We all have heard of digital twins, right? Where you can take the data by using various sensors and take the entire data of a particular, let's say, machinery or a plant uh, into virtual world and we don't literally learn about it, monitor the same. Why not do a digital twin of vehicles? Vehicles are becoming expensive. Vehicles are becoming very powerful. Uh, today, you can get a very strong vehicle for, let's say, from a Mercedes Benz or a Bharat Benz, as it is called in India, for almost 75 lakh rupees. Don't I want to monitor my asset it is going on as it is going on the road? So increasingly, all the digital data of that vehicle, you know, the engine temperature, the fuel level, the pressure in the tire, whether the driver is dozing off or not, is he focusing on the road, his eye uh, movement, are all possible to take data out from that vehicle into the cloud. And then obviously monitor the same and analyze it, improve it. And of course, in case of any problem, take care of the same. We are, right? We all have heard of metaverse and virtual reality glasses are going to be our way into the metaverse. Uh, and a lot of people are already using it in the game, uh, gaming uh, console. But what about warehouses? Uh, why can't I find out my material by just wearing glasses? Why do I need to go and you know open up some website, open up my mobile application and type something? I will just look up with my glasses, right? The glasses will read that particular data on the barcode and tell me what material is where. Do not, these are all not, uh, you know, uh, ideas in the sky. They are being deployed on the ground. Yes, they are being deployed, I will say, in a bigger way into uh, advanced countries first, like USA or UK or, uh, you know, Germany. But these days, these things come to India very, very fast. So we see a lot of such innovation wave happening into logistics. Very interestingly, the Indian government has been one of the torch bearers of, you know, innovation in logistics. It may surprise a lot of people saying that what a monolithic, you know thing like a government anywhere in the world not just india be uh, doing in innovation but you look at india we all have fast tags right we all have our vehicles which have got this you know small rfi green colored tags we go through the toll we don't need to you know hand out that cash anymore it just reads it right now india has gone literally from zero fast tags in let's say around 2016-17 to 90 percent of vehicles who are on the road having fast tags in just about five years of time Countries have taken decades, we have taken five years. Not just that, today I can plug in an API and take the data from my fast tag from my bank and know where my vehicle is. That means every time you go through a toll, right, a message is coming to your SMS, right? Same data can be taken into the cloud. That means I can know who paid how much of toll, where is my vehicle at any point of time. Now, government wants to link all these into a national platform to link all logistics partner because they want to reduce the cost of logistics with the railway data, the data from fast track, the data from Wahan portal, which is vehicles. The government has been doing some very innovative work and very happily they are opening up the data as APIs for third party development companies because they understand that the innovation will come from startups. Startups will work on particular area, particular idea and go really deep into it. Job of the government create the infrastructure, digital one, create the data and give it to everybody. When all these uh, you know, areas are happening in logistics, the innovations really, really out there. Uh, I would like to end by definitely taking one area which has been probably known to the younger generation much more and they are more worried about it, but we really are not seeing so much of action in India, which is the climate change, right? We all talk very nicely about climate change, something should be done about it, but what? Logistics accounts for 17% of greenhouse gas emissions anywhere in the world and in India it's actually higher because we do not run very clean logistics and our logistics intensity is higher compared to let's say a Europe or a USA. How are we going to monitor the entire carbon footprint of various steps in logistics? See, we are very happy to get a package from Swiggy in no time and eat one gulab jamun. 
but there is a cost to the climate of one gulab jamun moving 5 kilometers for you right how are you going to monitor it how are you going to mitigate it can swiggy not for example invest into you know ev scooters which incidentally they are doing thereby at least not you know uh, spending on petrol and use uh, renewable energy so these are the areas which are going to be really the next wave of innovation for logistics and i'll say in 3 to 4 years of time we will see much more action around it today probably most of the industry is being led by you know older people who are not yet very very you know keen on uh, if they are keen they are not really doing much about climate change but when the next generation comes in, people who are 16 17 18 21 22 today when they come out and become decision makers in next 5 7 years you are going to see a lot 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 more focus on uh, you know the entire climate change impact of logistics so i think uh, it's a great way forward today and uh, we, we look forward to all these things uh, happening in next few years of time apurva thank you so much for touching upon a very very sensitive topic which no one actually talks about and uh, i think climate change is is something that uh, that has yet not created a buzz unfortunately and uh, it's it's very important for leaders like you to consider this fact and uh, then uh, you know uh, at least strike the conversation that's required because in the end it's our lives that are going to be hampered with it so thank you so much for uh, you know sensitively and very smartly touching base with uh, with the question that i asked you uh, apurva and thank you so much for being here for the conversation apurva i thoroughly enjoyed uh, talking to you about uh, the entire saas and uh, logistics uh, innovations uh, apurva no great pleasure and thanks for having me over here and uh, happy to share my views and uh, i look forward to uh, you know feedback on the same and uh, today you know the world out there there are so many people with so many good ideas i hope uh, they will comment on what we have said thank you audience thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed uh, this conversation and had some different learnings uh, uh, with this episode uh, stay tuned to techic for more tech updates till then i'm signing off bye please take care